0: Are you on a journey to actually heal from narcissistic abuse? Sometimes people wonder what mindset is needed to actually heal from this. You're at the place where you've left the relationship and you're trying to figure out how do I heal? But all you can think about is just him. As you look at social media, you start to wonder, is he actually happy with the next person? And that starts to eat away at you. Starts to eat away at you being like this. Why did he choose her? Why did he not choose me? You start to wonder why you weren't good enough, and it starts to eat away at you. And sometimes that sorrow and that sadness and that comparison piece steals all of your joy, and then oftentimes turns to anger and bitterness because then you're mad of, like, why do I have to go through this? Why do I have to work on my healing? Why do I have to invest into me to be able to fix this when he's just moving on? And you start to get mad and you start to get upset about it, and rightly so because of everything that's gone on. Sometimes it leaves in a place of, I don't know actually how to heal from it. I don't even think it's possible because of how much damage he did, of how much he hurt me. You might be struggling with this today of, I don't know how to get in the right mindset to heal. I don't even know if healing is possible. I don't even know if the right mindset is out there to be able to heal. So I want to talk to you through some of the mindsets today to actually help you break free. To give yourself a little bit of compassion and to be able to walk through with grace, understanding some of the things you didn't understand at all before, that now you're becoming aware. And to help liberate you from the trauma bond, the obsessive thoughts, the thinking about a toxic person, so you can actually move forward in your healing and become the person that you're... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. If you're new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to help people understand narcissistic abuse and narcissistic personality disorder. I come from a frame of having done a lot of these things to be able to say, hey, this is what they're thinking, this is what's going on, and this is how you can actually be free. I've had the opportunity of talking to over 2,500 people over the past couple of years and helping liberate them and break them free from the mental shackles that keep them trapped to a toxic person. If I could be of any help for you today, please go to rawmotivations.com. Would love to interact with you. Would love to help you move forward in your healing journey. But when you're at the place where you have the guilt and the shame of being in this relationship for such a long period of time, oftentimes you've been beating yourself up for a while. Then when this happens, I need you to take a pause. Just a quick pause. Just to be able to consider one thing. Self-compassion and forgiveness. Now, what I mean by this is being able to embrace the things that have happened to you and understanding, hey, you didn't know some of the stuff that was going on. I want you to give yourself a little bit of grace today, just as you listen to some of this, because there might be pieces where you're like, I should know this or, or man, I should be better. Like, why am I not farther ahead? Give yourself some grace. If you haven't had some of the tools in your life to actually heal from the triggers, break the trauma bond and move forward in a healthy way, it's no wonder that you're still stuck. And I say that with love and compassion of saying it's okay because of the abuse you've been put under, you are stuck and you need help moving forward with that. Sometimes when you're stuck, you start to beat yourself up too much. And when you do this, you need to look back and you need to understand you didn't understand what narcissistic abuse was when you were in it. You didn't walk into the relationship being like, hey, I'm here. Please abuse me, cheat on me, lie to me. That'd be great. That'd be make it a great relationship. You didn't do that. Right, because you didn't even know or see or understand that this was going to happen. And so give yourself some grace that you didn't understand this. There's one of the things when people get weaponized with knowledge, they start to think, oh, I was such an idiot because I got in this relationship. But you're judging yourself in the past based on knowledge you have in the present. It doesn't work like that. Hindsight's 2020. You can't see this stuff till it's already happened sometimes. So first off, I want to talk to you about just giving yourself a little bit of compassion, a little bit of grace, a little bit of forgiveness, because you start to blame yourself for the mistreatment that actually happened. You start to beat yourself up for the things that happened. It wasn't your fault. Now, what I want you to understand is it's not your fault that this person abused you. Once you start to understand the awareness of what's happened, then you do make a conscious choice to stay, to go back, all those things. But again, if you don't have the tools to break that addiction, you're going to keep doing that. It's essential for you to recognize that you're not at fault for his actions. This is where it gets blurry for a lot of people because you've been told so many times that it's your fault that he hit you, that it's your fault that he cheated on you, that he wouldn't have lied to you if you didn't respond the way you did. And all of those things are reversals, trying to put the blame on you for his lack of ability of showing up as a man, his lack of actually being honest. Him actually having the balls to do the things that he needs to do to be able to move forward in a healthy way in his relationships, in his life, whatever it might be. And so you need to be able to give yourself some love, some self-compassion, some grace. And part of this compassion involves you treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you'd offer another person. Now that you've been through this and if you saw someone else who's confused and frustrated and hurt, what advice would you give to them? What would you write down to them in a letter? Write that down and then read it back to yourself. Because I need you to understand you need to slow down on the judgment that you're putting on yourself, the blame that you're putting on yourself. Did you show up in aspects that weren't good in the relationship? Probably. Did you have reactive abuse that didn't seem like you? Probably. But I need you to understand you didn't know. Let's educate you. Let's help you with the tools so that you actually make changes on a day-to-day basis. Too many times people get to a place where they're like, I should be healed by now. It's been a month. It's been six months. If you don't have the the tools to be able to help you move forward, you'll get stuck thinking that healing is just this destination, that you're going to arrive at this point, plant the flag on the top of the mountain, and be healed and perfect forever. You have to remember it's a journey. This is why we're always focusing on the growth mindset, helping you move forward in a healthy way. The second thing I want to bring up when we talk about mindset is boundary reinforcement. And what I mean by that is you actually learning how to safeguard your space and safeguard the direction that you're actually trying to go. We know that on love breaking boundaries, love blasting through those. But to heal, you have to make sure you actually reinforce your personal boundaries, setting clear limits on what you will and what you won't tolerate. For example, like if you have a friend or an acquaintance that exhibits narcissistic traits, you may choose to distance or pull yourself away from that particular person because you have to establish your firm boundaries to protect you, your emotional well-being. It's not limiting that person. It's not controlling that person. It's saying, hey, this boundary is for you. How are you going to continue to move forward in a healthy way? It's going to be having boundaries for yourself of what you will or will not tolerate. Okay, so just understand this, that having these boundaries and keeping this safe place in your life is absolutely important to protect your emotional well-being. Building and maintaining these boundaries, it's an ongoing process. We don't just erect these walls one time and you're said and done. You don't have to worry about it. But it empowers you to start actually directing you in the direction to prioritize your needs, protect your inner peace, and ultimately help you become the person you're trying to be. This is why a lot of times I'll talk about boundaries as being guardrails, things that are keeping you on track and keeping other people from pulling you off track of the direction you don't want to go. Then we need to talk through about positive affirmations. Now, this is a little bit tricky for me because positive affirmations by themselves, I don't think heal narcissistic abuse. Okay. Are they helpful? Yes. Uh, Is there more power in words than what people want to acknowledge? hundred percent. Okay, but you need to understand just doing self affirmations oftentimes doesn't change the story that you believe. You can have all these self affirmations, but if you don't change the core operating base system that's going on in your mind, it won't actually change anything. So we have to move into actually helping you rewrite your inner narrative, the stories that you believe. Sometimes this will be daily repetition of positivity things, okay? But other times it's actually walking into the darkness of your own mind and saying, okay, what is making me do this? What is making me go back to this person over and over and over? Why do I keep choosing the toxic person and start dealing with the story that's been there maybe since childhood or since your first relationship and understanding how it affects you, your worth, your value, what you think about yourself that lets you put yourself in a relationship that beats you up, that makes you less than. And so being able to understand that sometimes the story that runs to your mind is like, I'm not good enough for him when in reality you're you are you're resilient you're good enough you're deserving of love and respect you just didn't get that from this one person you were made to feel like it was your fault so understanding that like helping you rewire the story you believe is part of the tools we provide to help liberate you because if you don't change the thought process you will stay or you will go back and so we have to be able to work on rewiring your mindset. And over time, it helps boost a self-esteem, fosters a healthier self-image for you, so you have the confidence and clarity of how to move forward. Then we need to move into embracing self-care. And this is where you're nurturing you. So many people like ignore this in multiple aspects. And when I mean ignore this, they will not focus on one aspect or more in their life. They won't focus on what they're eating or how they're working out, like their health, making sure that their body is actually fueled appropriately so they can do the things that they need to do. Sometimes you'll be making bad decisions just because your body is not actually functioning the way it should. Then sometimes it's because you're disconnected from God. You're disconnected from your spiritual source, the power that you would actually gain from that. You don't have that because you're disconnected at the moment. Maybe you have no support system or relationships around you that can help promote or keep you positive. Maybe you're in a place of scarcity right now and you're wondering, I don't know how to make ends meet. And we have to see how can we actually help change the mindset so you can actually produce more, whether that's get another job, start a business, whatever it might be. And so there's all these different aspects of understanding, like we have to be able to change the mindset to heal and to move forward. This is one of the biggest things that I focus on inside the challenges that we run. If you're interested in seeing about that, you can go to escapetoxicity.com for a 7-day challenge for $7 just to understand what this actually looks like, what's going on inside of it. And then if you're ready to jump in in more of an accelerated environment, I'd love to be able to talk to you. Go to RawMotivations.com to help you move forward today. If we can help you rewire your mindset, you can transform the current life that you're living and become the version of you that you actually want to be.